Welcome back to another episode, guys. My name is Christian. Today I got my boys, all my boys in the building with me. My boy, welcome back to the episode. Introduce yourself. What's going on? This is D. It's your boy Danny. And the newbie. Dominic. What's up? <laughs> my boy Dominizi over Hello, here. Hello, everybody. Came from, where'd you come from right now, bro? My house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you went to your parents' house. I did. For We're doing refinance. Refinancing my house. You're yeah. doing it or they are doing it? Well, complicated complicated situation all right let's hear it man how complicated is this shit we'll, we'll tell I, you if it's complicated or not i own their house they own my house what the hell why yeah. don't you guys just trade my houses ownership's on their house their ownership's on my house why'd you guys do it that way for tax reasons ah okay yep. and um building my, building my building my credit don't you have like an 860 credit score no oh okay never mind 680 that's what it was 680 <laughs> no i'm just playing that's what's up what did Cat Williams say? Your white white kids are born with like a three a seven twenty five credit score. <laughs> <laughs> For you all that don't know, Dominic's half white and half Mexican, so he speaks Spanish. So at minimum seven hundred credit. Yeah. All right. That's right cool, man. Bat. That's what's up. So, um, random question: What's the craziest thing that happened to you guys? Could be ever. Could be. 2020, so last year. Just showing up here for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the craziest thing that ever happened to you, huh? Craziest oh. thing. What would be the craziest thing that ever happened to you? For me, man, everything just falls to the same thing. So I feel like I'm boring, but obviously getting into the stock market is the craziest thing. Really? Like that's crazy to you? I mean, I'm not, I'm not not disrespecting. I'm just saying like that's well, a crazy it, thing. It is crazy because it of is. like where I started, where I came from, what I knew before I got into it realizing the opportunities that it brings me true and not knowing that i didn't know that it, that was a thing back then because oh, yeah. nobody taught it to me so that that's crazy right there would you say would you say a thing that's crazy is how much money you're making now as opposed to like you're never thinking you'd make this much money oh yeah because before you're just thinking i got to go to work and work at a job and that's how i make money so if i want to make more money i got to work more hours yeah. or get another part-time job not knowing this whole new avenue yeah and that it doesn't even require that much time to trade for money yeah so it's like man this is actually like a thing yeah like it's a possibility and then you realize like all right there's actually i don't have to like when you're making your money and you see your paychecks you're getting every week yeah or every month then like that's where you focus your budget around yeah and you're like i'm not gonna make any more any more than this i can only save like a hundred dollars a month yeah so when you when you're getting to that and you're like wow like I could actually, I could actually make more money than this. Yeah. Like, is that actual? Like, now it's tangible, and this is crazy. It's crazy. That's how uh, I would agree with that. Just like the, it's not the craziest thing that happened to me, but it's pretty damn crazy to see, like, wow, where we're at, all of us, and being able to make the money we make doing what we do. And we all have different job descriptions, but to think that we're all around the same age. Well, you think 10, 15 years ago, you never think, damn, I'd be making this kind of money yeah. in this way legally. You know what I mean? Even like, like us as trainers. Yeah. Yeah. Like the money you can make as a personal trainer. Yeah. Uh, wait, legal. Legally. That's a stretch. No, legally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Just joking. Legally. Oh, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, wait, you guys worked at LA Fitness, right? Yeah. You guys didn't train clients under the table? Nah, when never you, under the table. There? Yeah, sure. Never. Oh, okay. I, it was always okay. to the book. It was it was always, always. <laughs> <laughs> Statue <laughs> of limitations. Nah, I, I, always, on that I always figured out ways to, to make money legally or illegally, man. I got a new before. business plan. We're going to sell crap. Yeah, that's a good business plan. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how that's going to go. But I would say, like, yeah, that's a crazy thing for us to be in our 30s and make that kind of money, regardless what it is, like the stock market for you or training for me or owning your own businesses or what we said earlier with Didi was entrepreneurship. And I feel like 2020 had was a was a, a good year for the entrepreneurs to really shine, to really grind, because like. Dude, it jump started everything. Yeah, because it's like, all right, what are you gonna do now? Everybody, everybody like, shut down. The corporations are shut down. Mm. Things are shut down. You know what I'm saying? That what are you gonna do? And I feel like, I mean, you guys hopped on the well, not just 2020, but you guys been on stock markets and stuff. You know what I'm saying? This dude, I don't know how you made your bread during 2020 when your work was shut down. I worked at home. Oh yeah, that's true. I have stocks too. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, and uh, making money that way is uh 
I think that was a pretty crazy thing to happen this year or this past year. What do you think? I think it's just a culmination of a lot of different things, right? So you had the economy kind of sort of shut down, right? Uh, In March, you have technology now that you're at the palm of your hands. You have smartphones, you have laptops, everyone has access to them. You just have a shitload of information in front of you. And it's really just how you apply it, how you use it, right? Do you use it as a tool? Do you use it as a distraction? Mm. Um, that has created just like, like you, what you see going on right now is just a brand new, just whole new revolution of, of uh, evolution of uh, entrepreneurs, whether it be, I mean, your fiance, charcuterie, mm-hmm. you guys do um, training. personal training, uh, whether you're in the stock market, whether you do cybersecurity, IT, IT, yeah. you know, it's Shine just shoes. whatever it is you <laughs> want to <laughs> do, whatever it is you want to do today, there's like the information is out there. It's just up to you to go out and, and search and find it and now apply it and execute. That's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, that's true. I feel it. Yeah. What about you? What is the craziest thing that happened to you? I didn't win the lottery yesterday. Oh, yeah. Bummer, bummer. <laughs> me too, bro. Talk on that. Okay, y'all think, you don't, you think yeah. Didi was telling me the lottery is a scam. Y'all think that's a scam? You know any lottery winners? Yeah. Well, no, not personally, but I know that there's been Do some. Do you know them personally? Uh, I know someone that I've, I've met someone. Not, not, the, not the jackpot, but I've met. They broke bread I, with you. I know. <laughs> No, I know someone Doubt that won. I wouldn't be doing these podcasts. I know, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know somebody that that won, but not that much on a fantasy five, like maybe what's what's not 11, that 000, much eleven thousand dollars. That's a lot. I yeah, mean. but I mean, not like a billion or something like that. So I don't think it's 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 uh. I don't think it's a scam. I mean, but even if you knew somebody that won a million that's like, dollars, I mean, okay, I but, don't know anyone that's. that's it's just that like amount. it's just like blackjack. You know what I'm saying? People say yeah, it's a scam, but really it's a, it's it's a, your luck. It's a false sense of hope to yeah, people that are just people religiously buy lottery tickets. relying like, on I, that I, the I amount of money that they're wasting on a lottery ticket. All right, y'all are just like crushing the vibe right now. I never <laughs> bought a lottery <laughs> ticket. I, in such I had a long hope time. yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Well, you only bought like six dollars worth of tickets. No, I ten dollars. How much did you buy? <laughs> I, I put like eighty bucks. God damn! I, had, I was like, yeah, bucks. eighty bucks. Let okay. me put twenty, twenty, twenty on, or twenty on each four. Or okay, whatever, just to shoot so my shit. Let's do that. And over, I got, I got eight dollars back. <laughs> let, let, let's do that over a course of a year. Let's say if the yeah. lottery, I don't know, another two months from now, it goes up to over. I think it when it gets in high demand, you start hearing on the news. Is anything over what a hundred million or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Or yeah. For what sure. is it at right now? A billion. A billion dollars. So, so let's yeah, say four times a year. Like, like four times a year. Four times a year. Yeah. Okay. 80. Was that uh, six? Two, 240? I don't 320. Know. 320? Yeah. Damn. Oh, that's... wait. Eight times four, 32. Yeah. Quick, quick maths. <laughs> it was wrong. Yeah, but it was quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three, 320. That's a that's a contract in, in options. That's a contract that can yeah. bring you a little bit more. But. I mean, for each his own. You do what you yeah, want. Yeah, for do sure. With it. I, I, just call I, I, dude, it. I never played the lotto. I was just like, oh, it's a billion. Why not? But yeah. we, we was just we ran. We never played that shit. We were just like, let's just do it. And I was like, whatever. I'll just buy twenty of each and see what happens. Now imagine. Not, I, know. I know people who lost more in blackjack. You know what I'm saying? I got family members like, who like lost. Like, people are stupid. You, in blackjack. you you do what you want with yours. That's why I play with right? Danny. I was like, as long as I get my money back, <laughs> free money. <laughs> yeah. The uh, poker chips or fake what is it money. called? Yeah, the fake monies. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I'll never buy another. Have you ever bought? You used to play lotto. Yeah, I mean, that's growing up. I remember just, like just seeing my parents every Friday. Oh, I gotta go buy my lottery ticket. Yeah, I gotta get that. Like <laughs> yeah, it was just thing. like the normal thing. You get a paycheck. Okay, let's go to the <laughs> liquor store and let's get you know. Hey, you know what? Throw twenty dollars on my lotto. <laughs> a week from now, I was like, "Fuck, man, we eating rice and beans." What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's just what it is. Like that's just. But I'm like, damn, that twenty dollars, man. That could have been, you know. Yeah. Now that you look back, I look, and you're like, that's what I'm saying. So, but like I said, it's just your money. You do what the hell you want with it. Yeah. But I don't. I don't what, I, was I don't it once a week? Like. Almost religiously, yeah, bro. It's yeah. like, oh wow, like that's just like, the norm, though, right? And yep. you know, you that's the buzz. You go to get a haircut, or you're on the bus, or whatever the fuck it was. It's like somebody, oh, you, you played a lot of old oh, man. I can't wait. If, what up? What are you gonna do with it? Oh, this is what I'm gonna do. It. Yeah, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna. But all right, cool. But that's just, yeah, that's just how it is. It's know? not as popular as it is, or as it was back then. Like when we were growing up. I think like not a lot of people play. I don't really hear about it. I don't really hear people say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hop on that lotto or get." I've been buying lotto tickets. Right. I yeah. was just like, I don't know what what happened to that. Like, why why did that trend die or something? 
It seems like it. It seems like that trend. I feel died. like like with scratchers, you get more like instant gratification. Yeah. Like because you're That's just true. there and you're you'll see what you get. Well, we're going um, to the casinos too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Easier yeah. money, know, but it's like there's no, other ways to make play money, those yeah. slots or online whatever gambling. online. Exactly. Oh yeah, That's I miss true. the buffets. Yeah. yeah. That's what oh, I miss. Man. Or OnlyFans <laughs> making money, bro. Oh, let me tell you guys something that's crazy. This is this is a, stemming off of what's the craziest thing. I heard this thing from a friend of mine, and it's crazy, and this is real. You can fact check this. That there's this uh, industry of, I, I guess it's women, where there's a platform where they create a profile. I told you about this. Mm-hmm. And they sell, and these people are making 4K a week, 5K a week, or however much they want to make, selling their used underwear online. And basically, you create a profile. Yeah, you got these real. people who are on this app or this profile that, that shop around and go, okay, I like those underwears, and then it'll, it'll link to that person's profile, and then you say, okay, hey, how much you know, are you going to charge to take a picture of you wearing those, and then you ship it to me, and they can be like, oh, like 150 bucks, and they'll be like, they'll pay you right then and there, Damn, you get okay. the money, and then you ship it straight from your home, they get it, and then you got a clientele base, because then they can come back and ask for more. And it's not even limited to that. They, uh, yeah. I found out it's shoes and socks. Yes, like old I shoes heard. And socks, Okay, too. you know what I heard? You know how like those women when they wear like those sandals, like rainbow sandals or something like that, and like after a long day of walking or overtime, they get those like sweat stains on them or whatever. That men like to buy those, and I guess I don't know, smell them or something, and they they sell for big money. Like I seen YouTube videos because I was like, I, I want to see if this is real. And girls are saying, Yeah, I made like four thousand this week just doing that, and I'm like, What the hell? It's kind of crazy. I mean, isn't that kind of crazy? Like, who the hell? Yo, it's a big yo, world, man. I mean, wow. like, there's, who there's something buys? for everybody. That and it's just that's just crazy. We should make a fake profile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could, bro, because like you could just be like, all right, this was me. We, and we, it. we just need a model to just, like, yeah, start get, like a really good Photoshopper or something. We I should mean, hire <laughs> a, a girl to be like, hey, you wanna be the the uh, the product like you know the yeah. model for only it ten, only 10 percent. yeah you get 10 percent of whatever and we split the re- the rest of it but we set the rates and everything we'll do everything for you we already got the <laughs> it team got the sales team on deck you know what i'm saying yeah. we, we are we out here it's um that's crazy man y'all never heard of that i didn't haven't. hear about it i haven't but I, i've seen I don't put it past no i don't exactly. put it past nobody exactly there. anyway you can make money people find a way yeah. they'll find a way There's to make a, money that's true. There's something for everybody. Yeah. Did you did way. you have to struggle for COVID? Uh, I did. So I got put into a air conditioned room smaller than what you usually are in. Uh, <laughs> uh, put me in a, in a cubicle. That's true at my house. <laughs> air, it is an air conditioned room. <laughs> it's smaller than my office. Um, yeah. So like uh, when we went into the when the coronavirus hit and uh, my company put me into a pay furlough. So what a pay furlough is, is they deduct a certain amount of your pay for however long they they deem that, you know, if the company's going to struggle, this is a way for the company wow. to stay afloat so everybody doesn't lose their job. So they, they hit me with a 30% pay uh, deduction on the furlough. But w- what that means is once the company, let's say, um, is financially sound, mm-hmm. they pay you all that back and um, with like a 5% interest. On uh-huh. that, so I was one of the selected in the pay furlough. So if you're, they did it by salary employees. If you're hourly, you didn't get it. Your your salary, you get it. So I had to get a second job. Oh yeah, yeah. Working, I remember that. Working at uh, the Amazon warehouse, um, I was doing like like junior logistics. Pretty much, I was just like the truck. No, you were fucking moving boxes from this no, side no, to no. this side. This motherfucker no, told you, me you, you, I'm a junior logistics that, major. I'm like, what that, the fuck is that? Well, what's dumb, your first stop day? sleeping. Yeah, he, he said I had to move a box from this fucking crate to this crate right here. You box night. them, you ship them. Yeah. You box them. And then you put some fancy label on it. I'm a logistics well, that, that, something. That's the title they gave me. That, that's what I'm using. I was an underwater that's ceramic technician. You're a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd, uh, I'd have like a clipboard, check the trucks when they come in, doing the safety checks and all that stuff, and then check inventory in the trucks before we unload the trucks, and then I would help unloading the trucks. But there wasn't many people that would do the safety checks and all that yeah, and uh, yeah. inventory tagging. I was able to do that, but everybody had to um, move boxes and yeah. take them off the conveyor belts. And it's 
you know where in and out is in national city yeah. yeah it's on the other side of the freeway that's the main amazon distribu distribution center oh, so okay. all your amazon packages come from there yeah so kind of cool to know like where it's at kind I, of i remember we were talking about it because you make pretty good money and uh, during that time covid hit you had to go and get a second job like that something like you know lower than what you normally do for less of the pay and whatnot and you were telling me like yeah it's not bad. It's chilling. It's chilling. I was like, yeah, right. This yeah. one's going to quit. He was every day. He swore it was great. He worked his regular shift like eight hours a day. And then he would go to that overnight shift. And it was like the fourth or fifth day. You were so burnt out. You're like, fool. Yeah, no sleep. I was like, this guy's going to quit. It was like from 6.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. <laughs> or no, 4.30 a.m. So I'd have to work all the way overnight. And then my Graveyard. my regular job starts at nine o'clock. So <laughs> I get like shit. Yeah. Man. But good things I work from home. So no one like, yeah, no one knew if I but was still taking... you still get burnt out for yeah. sure. Oh, that, that's like Danny working I, that graveyard and then going to L.A. Fitness. I'm like, How I did that for doing this shit? two and a half months. Uh, that's all I could I could do. But they're they're paying me pretty well. It was like twenty one dollars an hour. Yeah. I mean, Whoa, that's what the for, overtime for for, uh, for. And they hired me on the spot. Like the interview yeah, was like people the interview like, was 10 minutes. We need people like, to move these boxes quick. Like, yeah, yeah. Shit. The guy the looked at my resume. Yeah. He's like, I ain't reading all this. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got a handwritten resume at home. Overqualified. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. We got you moving boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what did they get? What did they tell you? You were a linguistic major? No. He knew, <laughs> he knew I did. He knew, he knew I did. I, t I explained my situation. I just yeah. needed a second job. He's yeah. like, yeah, a lot of people need. Because a lot of people were going yeah. to Amazon. Because. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people during the COVID, you had an option. You could work or um, you could uh, not get paid and stay home. So a lot of people were staying home. So there wasn't people like there, you know, getting the boxes done to get them shipped to your house. So they were just up, up hiring and lots of people. Demand was through the roof. Oh, yeah, for sure. For Amazon. You, hell yeah. Because people need to order shit. They can't go anywhere. Right. Exactly. People ordering more shit. Yeah, exactly. More than they need. Yeah. They said it was more busy than the last Christmas. Oh, without that. a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, and wow. then didn't you work at a, you did Uber too, right? Or Lyft? No, I never did that. Well, you said you, you applied. I was going to think you about doing. You got the sticker, no, never gave one it was ride. I was going to do Lyft. <laughs> he gave me a ride. And <laughs> I was going to do Lyft and I, I just like, I'm like, I ain't trying to have people throw up in my car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they make good money though. Like if you really drive all, like all week, you can make some good money. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, you didn't want to do, do all that. Yeah, because once you once you get to that point where you make a certain amount already, and you're like, all right, we're gonna go dumb down to that level, and it's like, oh damn! Like remember when we worked we worked at Coachella and we made like what, fifteen bucks an hour or something like that? Or yeah, we, we, it was hard ass work for like the first trip was like sixteen hours. Okay, with no the breaks. first weekend was crap. The second and I was like, okay, was cool. we're getting underpaid, but it was just the experience and a humbling experience to go through something that. <laughs> You worked at, bro. Humbling, worked we were at all Coachella. complaining. Come yeah. on. We were all complaining. <laughs> That's like going back to, like, no disrespect to like people who work at fast food, but we worked fast food. That was our first jobs. Uh, this yeah. was way harder than the fast food, though. You guys ever work at fast food? No. Uh, my first job was at uh, SeaWorld. Really? Yeah, and it was at Damn, this. Damn, all night. This motherfucker was riding Shamu. <laughs> <laughs> this is Flipper. <laughs> Please exit. Floor right. This is the wet zone. <laughs> Would you like some free popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I That's worked dope. at. Uh, yeah, I worked oh, at I at, uh, at SeaWorld. Um, that was my first job. I remember it was. Uh, what was the name of the restaurant? So you were an underwater ceramic technician as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <The> dishwasher. <laughs> No, man. They, I forgot the name of the restaurant. but Is it uh, like the one that was like a half a ship or something? Like, no? It was so long ago, bro. Okay. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, it was it was something like that. Uh, but yeah, I used to work there. It wasn't like I was working registers or anything. It's just, it just like a, a food food tray line. People just walk through. Okay, I'll take like almost like a buffet. Hmm. But uh, they just ask, you know, whatever the hell it was. You serve rice, you serve salmon, whatever the fuck it was. But. Yeah. That How was, old were you when you did that? Uh, it was like last year. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right when COVID hit. <laughs> no, man. Uh, shit. Maybe 15? Damn. Yeah. Oh, wow. I started working. That's crazy because like at 15, you're like, I'm going to apply to SeaWorld. Bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or were you like, I'm going to apply everywhere and just see where. Well, it was like this. It was like, okay, do I work for the summer or do I just, you know, lay back, kick it? If I if I do that, I know I don't have any you know school supplies. My parents didn't have the means to do that. I have seven brothers and sisters, so you can only imagine. Um, 
or it was do I want to work my ass off and get my clothes gear and get my shit together ready yeah, for school? True. So that was pretty much it. It's like, yeah, you got to work. My sister kind of set the tone for the rest of us. It was just like she got her, uh, what is it, uh, work permit yeah, yeah, from yeah. school. Get your, she signed my mom's oh, yeah. name, forged my mom's name. <laughs> <laughs> she had a job. At, Anybody uh, got time for that? Yeah, she had a job at KFC. And then hey, I was like, oh, okay. KFC. I was like, all right, cool. You know, those nights were cool. She'll come back, fucking bucket of chicken, like for, I don't know, two years Hell straight. yeah, for real. That's Dominic right <laughs> but, there. I used to work there. But yeah, uh, once she set the tone, I was like, all right, cool. Once I got old enough, I was like, all right, I just go out and get it on my own. Yeah. But yeah, that was my first gig. What'd you what, do after that? Uh, after that, you know what? I started taking sports more serious in, in high school, so I kind of cut back on, on working, and it was just like, you know, just I think for the rest of my high, oh, you know what? Senior year, um, we worked at, uh, at Petco. Peco Park. I think that oh, was like okay. the first year it opened. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. Did you get free tickets and stuff? No, it was ah. it, that we weren't even tripping off of that. Okay. Uh, it worked at Peco and we worked at Qualcomm. Oh, Qualcomm okay. was cool because we got to go underneath the tunnels and see the players like coming out of the tunnels. Oh, so we got hard. to see like Ray Lewis and all these other guys that you like, you know, only saw on TV. TV. So, yeah, I saw him up front. Um, oh, that's dope. Saw Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was did the gold Chargers go literally when right before they pulled out the. A suburban, um, but yeah, Petco and, and Qualcomm, that was cool because I was really into sports back then. But I did that my senior year, and then um, after that, uh, what did I do? I, oh, I started working at uh, a corporate gym downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, a nice little gig there, and I stayed there for like 10 years, bro. That's dope, yeah. that's a long time. Yeah, is it still there? No, they were bought out by Crunch. Crunch, so they had okay, four, they had four branches. It's uh, they were all throughout uh, San Diego, down south. East and up north and downtown. Damn. So it was cool. I mean, especially the one downtown. I mean, they had some, uh, they just had a, a certain uh, demographic they were going after. A lot of attorneys, a lot of just like doctors. It was it was corporate, you know, so it was a private gym. People paid a premium to go there. Oh, yeah. So I, I do it was notice, cool. like you said, downtown Downtown has a lot of, except the 24 Hour Fitness and uh, is it Horton Plaza? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except I don't think that's even there anymore. A lot of the gyms in downtown are super nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, you think about like what Didi was saying, the demographic of people there. Like these people are working in those buildings, like, you know, like paying job. And then they're like, you know, I just need a yeah, I don't want to go through traffic after my five o'clock shift, you know, so, get off and get a workout in. Yeah. A lot of the trainers over at Fit, uh, they started over at, at where it was called uh, Pure Fitness. And so once they opened uh, the Fit over there, it was in the ballpark. That was like the new buzz. And so. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, a lot of people started going over there. But yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I had a good time. I learned a lot of things and met some really cool people that really, like, helped guide me to, you know, where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. What was your first job, Danny? I worked at an amusement park. Oh, yes. I was a I ride operator. That. Were you amused? I can see Danny. I can just see Danny yeah, like, bro, bro. like, bro, that's just bro. Because it was for, it was like a kids amusement park, so I was like, you know, just a summer job. I was like fourteen. Yeah, I was riding you all know. the rides. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I was riding all the rides. But you get in for free, and then there's a uh, there's an amusement park called Hershey Park, so you get in there for free, and then we got into all the Six Flags for free too, because nice. uh, it was like a partnership. So that was like a big incentive to work there. Any Six Flags in the world? No, it's just the two that were in that region. Oh, uh, okay. Is it anything like the L.A. one? Yeah. Is yeah, it? Good, yeah. yeah. For free. So. Yeah. You get so like employee discounts on like snacks and stuff like that too? Not at Six Flags, but. Damn, that's still sick. Yeah. It was cool. That was my first job. And then my second job was when I moved here, SeaWorld. You worked at SeaWorld too? Yeah. Oh, what? No. Y'all knew each other? <laughs> <laughs> Shamu! Y'all trying to act like you, yeah. y'all didn't train dolphins together. Free Shamu, free Shamu. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all were both uh, underwater yeah. ceramic yeah. technicians. Did, did you do the same job with the salmon? Yeah, it was and the rice. same job. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just did this whole thing. Didn't say nothing. He was just like, hey, you know, nah. He, nah, he's like, I know that mother kissing hey, you know, ass to the boss. <laughs> 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 you know what's crazy? I worked at Sea World too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Didi was saying, like, worked there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lick. That was my first job when I moved here back in like 20, 2011. So you were on the food line too. Yeah. Is that because no, they needed a lot of people like doing that? Or is it just like you apply for a certain job at SeaWorld? I mean, well, Dee well, got I the job. Pl- you think? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was high in demand. Yeah, they hired hiring anybody. <laughs> exactly. That's just, uh, a, that's just he's a from job Philly. That they a lot we'll of take them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Philly, we need you back in kitchen. You're fucking dumb. Yeah, man. Uh, that, was, that was cool. That was yeah. good times for me, though. Honestly, yeah. working 
when I was in high school, didn't really feel like a job. Yeah, it was a job in a sense where you like you had, you know, your responsibilities, whatever. But especially when we were working at Petco, because I swear the whole senior class worked there. So yeah. it was just like an extension cool, huh? of school. And I was working with it's like an extra period. Friends. Yeah, dude. It was just exactly. like all the jokes, everything. You know, we weren't supposed to be getting tips and serving beer because we weren't. Yeah, they we were doing care. all of that. That's, that's what's up, though. Good times. Good that's times. Good times. It feels like, uh, I don't know, for me, when I was working in high school, we worked the same time. Uh, we both applied. Dominic and I applied at Taco Bell and KFC, like both of us. Dom got the job. You he did? Got, no, he got the job where I, I wanted to work at KFC and he wanted Taco Bell. And then we ended up getting hired at the, the other one. So we're like, whatever. The same time. Yeah. Shit was funny, though, because uh, he would hook it up, too. You know, you, know, he, you know, it's funny. He said, like, it wasn't didn't even feel like a job. Like, mm. you know, to be honest, it really didn't feel like a job because I'd be fucking around yeah. with yeah. the staff the whole time. Yeah. Like. I think it was we were like I was like sixteen and a half, almost seventeen. Yeah, uh, when I got the job, yeah. yeah. The you know the cook would be like, "Hey, anybody want some forties?" <laughs> yeah. right yeah, at man. night, and he'd just go right, get some forties, right, right, right. and we're just fucking chugging. This fool would, uh, his boss would put like a cone. I don't know where he got that cone, and he put it on the drive-throughs, make it act like it's closed, <laughs> and he just turned the light up, and everyone's drinking forties in the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, what? the? All yeah, oh, they're underage, and I was like, wow, this is freaking messed up, dude. Nobody took that job seriously. Yeah, yeah. The, the walk-in freezer. You just walk in. It's a bunch of forties there. <laughs> What's this? What, what am I having today? Yeah, yes. I remember that. Now, uh, when I worked at uh, Taco Bell, it was crazy. The, the the branch that I worked at, the manager's manager, I guess, the manager's boss. Uh, her first cousin was Easy E, and she told me I forgot how she, how she brought it up, but she was telling me, "Yeah, you know, that's my cousin." I was like, "Yeah, right." She's like, "No," she would like legit show me pictures with him, like growing up with him. She's like, that's my first cousin. I was like, no shit. And I thought that was pretty crazy just meeting somebody that really, was really close to that fool. Like, yeah. out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I forgot how she had brought it up. But it was crazy because uh, my manager, which is the one that worked for her, she put me on. And I never thought this. <clears throat> Fuck it. She ain't listening to my podcast anyways. She got fired because she was stealing. There's these things called Taco Bell Bucks. And they're like coupons. Okay. But they're worth money. And they'll, they'll uh, Taco Bell will send it in like a box like this. It's like here's like five hundred dollars or whatever worth of those bucks. And I guess she would like finesse the system and like take them and cash them out and pocket all that shit. Damn. And got caught like with like racks and racks. And I was like, what happened to her? She's like, yeah, she came up on some Taco Bell bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? She got fired over Bro. some coupons? Bro. It happens. That's like just say crazy that. yeah, shit, it happens, bro. Okay? Like, yeah, yeah just I like don't care what business, where, at some, if it, once it gets to a certain point where business is just so big, at some level, somewhere, someone is scheming. That's yeah. just the bottom line. Yeah, okay. And you got to account for that. It is what it is. Not, you know, I just, saw, I just saw something just going off topic. Real, I saw something on uh, online today. There's a the dude, um, he got busted. I think he was working at Kroger's grocery store <laughs> what the from... Fuck? I think December 2020 to January 2020, he found some way somehow to finesse him out of a million bucks. Mm. He got busted, but a million bucks and, and it's crazy. It happens. It yeah. happens on, and once you get, like I said, to a certain level. Man, he was in jail and he was like, babe, get that million dollars that's in my bank account and bail Take my Take the other out. mill and just, <laughs> you know where to do with it. All right? I'll be out in two to three. Does that type of shit happen in your field? Like in your yeah, work? Yeah, uh, my last job. We had a fire guy. So At um, KFC? No. <laughs> that was his last Amazon? job. So, uh, Amazon? Still in boxes? Still in boxes, bro. So this was at Quick Play Media. Um, so we had a, um, what was it? what was he? He was a solutions architect. Yeah. And he would do... You, you can say his name. That's fine. I'm just <laughs> He's, he, do, he does solutions <laughs> architect. So pretty much uh, what he did was... He worked from home. He was remote. So he worked from home the whole time. And what he did is he hired a Chinese person from China and paid him like like 15% of his salary. And this guy's probably making like 140 a year. So he's paying this guy like 15, 20% of his salary. It gives him access to all the systems. It remotes in and does all the work. I think I think uh, our security team find, found out about a year after he's been doing this because we, we kept seeing somebody from China kept logging into our system hmm. and they did a whole investigation and found out he hasn't even been working like himself. So he was getting paid for not no, doing just shit. paying somebody else to do his work. 
And, mean, and that's that? a little ingenious, though. I commend him. Okay. Yeah, you know. so, <laughs> sticking, smart man. Okay, so check this out, though. So now, what do you think? I mean, you're in IT. What do you think is going to happen when you have all these big corporations now allowing to uh, allowing all their employees to work remotely? Like, how do you manage that? How, how are they going to control that? Because you can literally live overseas and, and still do it, right? Let's say, hey, you know what? Right. I moved to China or I hired someone remote in China and they work for Twitter's corporation. How do you, how do you, how do you manage that? Like, what, what do you do? So like we had, we just had an employee, um, he's working from home. He, I mean, he's based in San Diego Yeah. and, um, he went to the Philippines to, to go see his family, but he didn't tell anybody. He just started working at the Philippines yeah. and we're straight, we're seeing a Filipino IP from the Philippines <laughs> log into our system. It's, um, it all comes down to security and the tooling the company has on like alerts. Mm-hmm. So like, um, you hit our production platform. Um, we get an alert. If it's not in United States, we hit you. Like, we're like, we're like, we're like alert, like send us why, right, right. Why, why is somebody in Taiwan, like trying to get in our system? So <laughs> we saw him, uh, do that. And, um, if you're going to go out of country and work, you have to run it through HR, through security and stuff. So yeah. companies have things in place, but the company I worked at quick play media was a startup kind of feel company. They didn't have all those tooling. They didn't have uh, the checks and balances mm-hmm. and the paperwork that you had to go mm-hmm. through. So he just slipped through the cracks because it was uh, it was kind of an earlier, uh, a young company versus mm-hmm. you More work at Qualcomm. They're, they're going to find I mean, they'll find you. Drop of a, yeah. yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. But I, I just see that happening. It's going to be it's gonna be one of those things that they're just going to have to grow accustomed to and find a way to. Uh, cybersecurity. Yeah. Type thing. Well, yeah. Cybersecurity is going to be a big deal you yeah. know, moving forward. Yeah. That's what, that's what it's going to be. Because you, you had a, uh, I don't know if we shared this on a podcast, but you were telling me about that and kind of really. With uh, what? Like the whole cybersecurity thing and how everything's converting into that eventually. Well, there was and, just like a massive uh, hack, right? At one of the solar. Solar winds, yeah. Yeah, solar winds uh, where I think they said it was the Russians that, that got into it. Yeah, it, it hit. Um, so so solar, solar winds have so many different small dis, uh, subsidiaries. And, it, and pretty much if you hack solar winds, you hack all these like hundreds of all these smaller companies. companies so right. it was like a huge um, hack against the United States because mm-hmm. we had like some of those companies did like stuff for the federal, DOD yeah. and like, you know, just different things that had federal people working in them. Mm-hmm. So like when they classify it as that they attack the federal government, it's because some of those companies were federal. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Damn. And that, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So part of one of the initiatives for the Biden uh the Biden bill that's, I guess, going to be pushed to the House is uh, they're going to they're essentially going to make a, a they're going to put a budget towards cybersecurity and, you know, protecting people's data, especially now with technology growing and all this data that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to be able to protect it. So, yeah, there's, it's going to be a it's going to be a big deal moving forward. Oh, yeah. Speaking on technology and, you know, just train of thought uh, with you know, iPhones and all this stuff. I was actually talking to my client about about um, not having a phone and being a kid growing up, going out to play, like, on you know, on my skateboard, my scooter, my bike, and then looking at, like, these kids nowadays. Like, they don't even know how to play outside. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we just, we just made uh, Belinda's son go outside and play in the rain. Yeah, we were like, what, go what? outside. We said, go outside. <laughs> when he went outside, we made him go outside. Was he like, what the hell do I do? Am I, mean, I in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> Am I in trouble? <laughs> he tried to come inside. We're like, nah, you ain't coming in yet. <laughs> you didn't have enough fun out my, there. My, my, my iPhone waterproof. I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Um, back then, like, if it was raining, oh, that was fun. You're outside. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to bike in the rain, yep. man. It was fun as hell. Those were like the best times. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, not even just, I mean, like, just, outside on the rain. General, just being yeah. outside with your friends. It, like your imagination was so much better oh, the, yeah. than the kids they, th- that are coming up today because mm-hmm. of, you know, unfortunately, technology. It's a gift and a curse and it's how you use yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, some of my best memories is just being out, especially during the summer where you didn't have to come in at a certain time. So we can just rip and run the streets and yeah. be on our bikes or be at the park and did do you, whatever. Did you have the street light roll? No. Street lights come on now? No, my mom was like... You, <laughs> come back before the street lights. I'm gonna whoop your ass. <laughs> Stay out. <laughs> She's like, don't come back. <laughs> Get lost. Uh, it was. It was. I packed uh, your bag. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, but we had like, like, the, the neighborhood I grew up in. It was like pretty close knit. So my mom pretty much knew all my friends' moms, and uh, I was with a lot of my relatives as well. My cousins that lived in the same neighborhood. So 
I had, you know, I was fortunate enough to be like, oh, mom, I'll be at, you know, such and such's house. All right, cool. I'll probably be over there two, three days, you know, and just have my own clothes and everything set up over there. So that's just how it was. That's how what I remember. It's like but a little now, small town. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was. Uh, but it didn't like that anymore. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, today it's COVID and everything. It sucks. Oh, yeah. It's like that. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I have, you know, my daughter, she's in high school. She's just, ugh. Sucks, man. It sucks. It sucks because you know she's just used to being around people, and then you just have that cut off. And she doesn't have social media, so now I'm, you know, I'm really thinking about you. He's like, now I gotta spend time with her and talk to her. No, that that that, that, that's not a problem. But it's like, you know what? Now it's 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 time. I think you know. Yeah. Probably this week, I'll just say, you know, go ahead and yeah. start it up. It, we just Let it all out. Girl, you freaking <laughs> might as well, you know everything. what I mean? Like, <laughs> might as well. Cause, Let yeah, me know what you want to post. I got you. I'll, I'll, no, bro, I'll do it for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You start. I close up that top. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's real stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's totally different for kids. I feel bad for kids in, in a sense growing up today because yeah. they, they miss out on so many different things. Yeah. I remember... Uh, taking my daughter and uh some of my my nephews out and my little brother uh one day we were uh, going to a park and uh the fence was locked and so i start climbing the fence and jump over and they looked at me like i was a i don't know an astronaut on the moon they're like what how did you do that and they were like 10 years old and i was like what do you mean like you don't you climb the fence i'm gonna teach you how to climb a fence they're like wait so you put your foot there and you climb what? like that blew my mind that they didn't know how to do that or you know how you find the little yeah. crack in the, the fence or yeah. the loose end of the fence where you just lift it up and somebody goes underneath they didn't yeah. even know you know simple things like that it was just like or man or even think like yeah Oh, so yeah, it's it. just just yeah, it's, man, crazy. it's it's crazy to, to, to imagine that it's scary yeah. uh, i don't know it, for what they lose out on i guess they gain in today's day and age with technology and other things imagine you're running away from the cops and you just stop you're like oh, i can't climb this you got me you got me never learned it's like a, a four foot fence yeah, it's like a <laughs> you got me there's a door like right there yeah. you can just open that shit <laughs> oh man out on those those things those are good times yeah. yeah i remember being a little kid i had some crazy friends when house, I was a kid. house parties jumping the, <laughs> the the fences on the house parties yeah. oh man everybody run <laughs> yeah i had some crazy friends when i was a kid like neighbors they were neighbors primarily and uh was one an old lady you know what's crazy no 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 it's crazy because i had this i had this friend he was a good friend of mine he was my childhood best friend and is he that? lived across the street from me no 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 not him okay. this is before this is before him and uh, I learned a lot from this dude. He was a white boy, dude. And uh, he was the only child, spoiled as hell. He's cool people now. Like, I have him on Facebook. We don't talk much, but I just see what he does. And he lives in the, in Washington now. And and uh, he's he's always been an only child. And his dad would whoop his ass if he would be home. He'd be like, get the hell out of my house. Go play with your friends. And he was like, hey, you want to go play? Whatever. And uh, he showed me, like, all around, like, Lemon Grove, Spring Valley. He's like, hey, we're going to go bike over here. There's all these jumps and stuff. And we'd build ramps and stuff. And it was crazy to me that I'm like, damn, bro, like, all you want to do is go out. He's like, well, dude, my dad would never want me here at the house. He always wants me going out and play and learn. And so he would bring me and my brother, and that's where we learned from him. So he was a good influence for us knowing how to get out and play. And I will never forget that. I don't know if you guys had childhood friends like that. You, oh, you could remember that probably don't even talk to anymore, but had a had an influence in you, you know what I'm saying, oh, like in yeah. your life? Yeah. Had, in in a good way or bad way. Whatever. I had a lot. <laughs> and yeah. we, we had a little click when we, we grew up. Uh, what was it called? You know what? The <laughs> first one, one <laughs> though, first one, it, uh, I won't forget it because. Uh, you guys made was, a name though, right? It was, the, it was the Ninja Turtles because we had, <laughs> we had no, I was yeah. down to D for Donatello, uh, L for Lonnie, M for Michael, Michelangelo, Michael and then uh, Big Rob was uh, Raphael. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because the personalities of the characters fit the oh, personalities really? of us. But yeah, we had our little click. That was like the first one I remember. But as I got older, uh, some of the guys that I played sports with, like flag football, basketball, we kind of all just hung out and just roamed around the neighborhood and kind of spilled into other neighborhoods. You know, the old thing like, yeah. oh, we'll go to another neighborhood, play them yeah. in football and then come back. Yeah. And now we got friends over there, those type of things. But yeah, a lot of those dudes... Um, like it, it was crazy because uh, out of all of my childhood friends growing up, I think I was the only one that actually had a dad. 
And I realized that like That's crazy to think back. It, it was. It was, man. I remember my dad taking me to go see this is my favorite movie, Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know if you guys have seen it before, but there's uh Furious Styles, that's uh yeah. Lawrence Fishburne and him telling Trey, like, Hey, you watching your friends right now, you're gonna see what they that was my dad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, Yeah, you're seeing them. they're good kids. They're you know, they're, they're, they're innocent kids right now, but you'll see, you know, as, as they get older, what the streets do to people. Mm-hmm. And it, it turned out to be true. It's unfortunate, but it turned out to be true. Like, I can't even, maybe I, one or two of my childhood friends that I actually know to today. One is actually my cousin. He he coaches uh, my, my daughter's uh, softball team. But mm-hmm. the rest of them, it's like, damn, you kind of see, like, what it turned out. Once we hit oh, middle yeah. school and start going in, you kind of see the, the different routes people were taking. It was just like, I had, I had like, a big... Uh, a friend that was like a real big influence on me. Uh, and he was, he knew my dad and he like, my dad kind of took him under his wing, but even with him, he would like started doing other shit. So like, as, naturally I want to follow him and yeah. he'd be like, nah, you can't do that. Your dad's going to kick my ass and he's going to kick your ass. Like, you get out of <laughs> I here. I want to so, sell drugs too. So there's a lot of shit. No, that's that real shit. Cause it was like a lot of shit he he would be doing. And he'd be like, nah, you got to get out of here. Like, well, go daddy stay will at kick the park. My ass. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. real life shit though. So like he looked out in that way, you yeah, know what I mean? Good. Unfortunately he, you know, it, it didn't turn out so well, but, um, but yeah, man, it was it was it could have gone either way, but thank God, you know, I had yeah. a role model like my pops. Yeah, I think that has a, a big influence on us even this day and age, like in our thirties. Uh, like what I was telling Danny, I was like, man, like we got a lot of friends. All of us prior to us all meeting each other, we got other friends from our past and stuff, but we don't really talk to them or you know, not on an everyday base. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, it's because it's like you kind of just vibe with the people that you want to be around. And you surround yourself with the people on that same mission, and you just like, all right, you're, you're my friend because we're kind of on the same track to do better. You don't want to hang around people who are not making you better or bringing you down. Motivating you, know you. Yeah. yeah. But there are people who are actually like that. Like I know people from high school. We know people from high school that are like, I don't know, like they 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 just don't grow. They're just still doing the same shit, and we're just all right. Like, so you know we what I'm got saying? we got friends that like. Doing the same um, shit. You, you don't have to see them for like four months. When they're doing the same um, shit. One hour, like like less than an hour, like 30 minutes, you'll know exactly, you'll be caught up with everything. Yeah. Like if you just talk to them <laughs> for 30 minutes, and yeah. that's all I got to talk about. It's yeah. about 30 minutes and like four or five months. And then it's like, okay, I guess I won't see you for another four or five months. Yeah. Even though they want to hang out, but yeah. every time we hang out, just sitting around, yeah. kind of staring dumb at each other, because yeah. they got nothing else to talk about. Yeah. It's unfortunate, man, because I, 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 I mean... I know people like that, but at the same time, I know people that are kind of like moving on and, and growing and doing those things. Fortunately, I know more people that are doing a lot better than they are doing worse. And, and but they're I know not bad exactly people. They're not yeah. like essentially bad people. Right, it's right, just, right. It's just they don't have any motivation. Yeah. Uh, even if you help them, you can't help somebody that doesn't want to do it themselves, exactly. right? Yeah. Exactly. That's no, kind of, that's, that's that is right sad though. But like we can't be, even as friends, we can't be like, Oh man, like have that much sympathy. It's kind of like, no man, I'm on my own journey, man. Yeah. I, I got to do my own thing, man. And I kind of that's like in that one episode I was asking you like when you had a kid, did it change your whole thing of like your friends and all that cuz you're like, no, nah, I got my family now. I got to worry about. Yeah. And then you kind of lose friends, but not in a bad way. Like you could catch up with them and be like, "Hey, you know, we still got that. We never left off on a bad note. It's just like I you understand I had to do what I had to do." Naturally, I didn't have to explain like, hey, I got a kid and family. I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. Like Dom and I are our best friends that we can go like months without talking. They just without even saying what's up. And then when we catch up, say, hey, what up, dude? Like, yeah. What yeah. you been up to? Like, and it's just so natural. You don't that's even think a, about it. You know what I mean? The signs of a real relationship. Right. I mean, exactly. real friendship. But it's crazy because you know how they say some relationships are friendships or relationships where you need to be in contact with with them constantly to keep that bond. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's crazy how like you could have a best friend and not really talk to them as much, but still know, all right, this is my boy, no matter what. Yeah. Cause we're busy doing our shit. We're grinding and then right. whatever happens, happens. It's kind of like how it is with us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You mean, would know. you really want a friend that gets mad that you, didn't hit him <laughs> up oh, you, have, you haven't <laughs> talked <laughs> to me in a week? <laughs> there are people like that. Girls are like that. Well, yeah, Girls that's, are that's like true. that. You that's know what true. I'm saying? And it, I don't know the, the explanation to that. I'm just like, uh, I don't know, man. Cause I guess it's different. Like, it's different for guys. Like, I guess the guys, we just don't need that like all the time. Like, Hey, right. Danny, I just need to know what you're up to. You know, like, get I get tired hurt. of it. I just, yeah, like, you know just tired of doing the same shit <laughs> you know, over the, and over again. Like I, I just, yeah, I, I read I a thing that like all guys in the day, like some, sometime in the day, it could be 30 minutes, could be an hour. 
like where we decompress like mm-hmm. we don't essentially think about no- nothing we're just getting rid of all the shit that we don't need to remember yeah we just we get it we could be watching tv we could be reading something but we're just not like where women are they're wired they're just like this always this, this, this 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 <laughs> yeah. where we're, always we, we just decompress to get ready for the next day exactly yeah. i mean I, I i would say i always think i always think about what's the next move what's this and i i feel like it works in my benefit because that's how I'm responsible. Because I'm always like, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And how am I going to do this? But like what we were saying earlier, we can plan as much as we want. But if shit doesn't happen that way, we already ready for a plan B. Even if we don't know our plan B, we're always ready to keep that ball rolling, so, right? Yeah, and I'll give you another take on that. Just from being a, a father, like, yeah, you can think about what's to come, what's to come. But you kind of like, I have to catch myself of doing that because I'm wired that way too. Where it's like, okay, I got to do that, do that, do that. But I get lost in that. And I, I, I have to catch myself like, oh, you know what? I got my girls right here. Okay, I need to focus on today. Like, uh, how are they doing? Like, check in on them. I got to spend that time. Give them yeah. that. That's attention to detail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quality time. So, yeah, you can do that. But it's a different perspective when life is going on and then you're still, you know, juggling so many different things. So, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's tough. But, you know, you, you make it work. Yeah. You forget sometimes that you're in a relationship. Yeah. Like Danny could be doing his videos in the stock and then his girl says... Babe, what do you want for dinner? Man, oh, shit. is that a fact or what? So, <laughs> when'd yeah, you get here? Just, <laughs> totally forgot about you. No, even, just like, that shit just happened today. Yeah, even, even <laughs> you know how it is. Like you'll be in a converse, they'll be in a conversation with you, and I'm 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 listening, and I'm I can stare at you. I'm listening, and I'm just trying to pick out the important parts right. of it so that I can <laughs> I can respond I can right. respond and give you something you know of of some sort of guidance or whatever it is yeah. you're, we're talking about. To be like, oh okay, yeah, give my input on it. Yeah. But then they're like, wait, you over? Yeah, okay, yeah, I got it. You know what it is. Just like no. They're, they're more detail-oriented where I'm just like, give me the big picture, and yeah. I'll pick and choose. Okay, got it, got yeah. it, got it. I think that's a good trait that you and I both share that we're, we're like that. And, you, and I would say the same for you. Um, not, I don't know so much about that. I've never really seen us in that situation. But where if something happens, it's clear that I already know you're like that, is that you know, you're adaptable to change plans and roll with that. Not be so stern on, no, it had to be this way, and I'm going to do whatever it takes make to the make best it this it. way. Yeah, like make the best of it. I think we we talked about that, like throwing kickbacks and throwing events for our group of friends. It was always us planning it. Like, hey, we're going to do this. None of our friends would ever plan like, hey, we're going to have a mm-hmm. movie night. We're going to have this. We're going to have that. We're going to barbecue. We have that. It's always yeah. been us and actually us bringing and then following up on, hey, you're going to show up to get a head count. And we was like all our high school years, right? We was like, damn, that was us doing it, organizing yeah. it. To make it happen. And who cares? If they didn't show up, who cares? But at least we were always prepared. Right. And um, it just, I feel like that that is a good character to ha- uh, characteristic to have because it's always better to be ready and never use something that you never, mm-hmm. that you had than to, oh shit, we need it and we don't have. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Better to, to have be, it, not need it. Exactly. Yeah, need it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Is that something that you would want to like teach to your daughter now that you have a you know yeah but it's tough because daughters. i think a lot of those principles i would i i took in from my upbringing right from lack of having and just doing everything out of just necessity yeah so like shit wasn't always gonna go our way i knew that from just shit not going uh, as way. early as shit not going my way <laughs> and just from like just growing up like knowing even just christmas like damn there's another christmas i know i'm not getting what i want i knew it, but it was the norm that chest set that like, you asked for <laughs> <laughs> another yeah. year no podcast yeah. system yeah. another pair of socks <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, hey, i love socks yeah i love I, socks i, I mean I, socks I, are until awesome until you become a dad that's all give you. <laughs> great another pair of, I, get, I get my daughter shit on Oh, another shirt and socks. Oh man, how'd you, you know, how did you love. know? It's all love. It's my you have a collection, Dad. Yeah, did that, you get me my Hellcat outside? Is it out there? Is it out there? <laughs> right, socks, draws, and slippers. That's about the norm, but uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, a lot of that just came from my upbringing, just not really having, and so just having to adapt. Like we moved, even within our small neighborhood that we lived in. We probably I, I I drive by there and I try to tell my daughter like hey look I lived in that house she's like damn you moved a lot of times a lot of those times was like we moved maybe 10 15 times different apartment buildings or houses within the same neighborhood but that was the norm because everybody was doing it it's just like hey you know what we got to up and pack leave from here go there so you just have to be able to adapt to change yeah i moved a lot as a kid too and i that i think that had a lot to do with me being a, able to adapt to any situation yeah. as well. I don't know. Did you guys move a lot? No. We no? moved. We, I lived <clears throat> I lived in the first my first house till I was like four. 
and then my parents bought a house and then i lived with my grandparents for like a year or two and then we got the house that they're currently in now nice so we didn't really move too much but um so yeah we had it was pretty structured the way as far as that aspect goes moving from house to house but really me developing the ability to adapt happened after i moved here mm. yes that's I was a big my, move. Cause man. I was on my Hell own. Yeah, from the east coast to yeah. here. Yeah, cause I was move. the only one that did it. Like my whole family's still over there. So yeah. like I came here, basically with the mindset of like, cause er, like you're like everything was just the same. Yeah. Like I realized like I'm not going nowhere. Like everything's the same. And it, basically, if you're still there, like you're the same person you were in high school. Yeah. So like anybody that makes it outside of my hometown, like is you made at, it. You, you're looked at as like you made it. Like when like when my friends, <laughs> like when my friends like introduce me to like new people, they're like, "This is my boy from Cali." Like as if I'm from Cali. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not from yeah. Cali. But it's like just because I I lived here, like oh I fucking made it. Yeah. So it's crazy. But yeah, moving here was like when I started to realize like I can adapt to shit. Because yeah. I had no choice. Yep. So great choice on Dago though. Yeah. Yeah. Except the prices here, but great choice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know, man. I I mean, I could adapt, but I mean, I would, I love everybody here in San Diego. Like, if we had to move to well, Philadelphia, you, you moved. I mean, you moved up north, yeah, but I came did, back but down. Yeah, and I was visiting every week. I was like, "It's whack up here, bro." <laughs> but it's it's different. Like growing up in San Diego and moving here is two different experiences. Like true. growing up here is like, I've been to other places. Like my dad is from Detroit. My mom is from Sinaloa. She's got a lot of family in TJ, and you know, I've been around. I got family from from different part, parts of uh, of the U.S. But uh, it's like, why why would I live anywhere else than San yeah. Diego? I mean, what what are you lacking here? Like you have. Uh, yeah, is it co- does it cost a lot to live? It? Yeah, of course. But I mean, what what do you not have in San Diego that well, that you aside from Four Seasons, right? That's true. The the snow and those type of things. But you can go to Julian. You, you know, go to Big Bear. For you skiing. go to Big Bear. Like you can yeah. go there. It's you know a couple hours away, and you come back and you have just seventy degree weather. Yep. You know, I mean ninety percent of the time. To add on to that, if you grew up in San Diego, I think like. The rest of the world, um, your expectations are shot for moving anywhere else yeah. because you go to Hawaii, oh, it's too humid, too hot. Exactly. You go to Florida, you're just Can't like, hey, you're like, nope, yeah. not living here. You go to New York, yeah. you're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you but you're you right. like to you're visit, right. yeah. like you like to travel, but right. you're like, right. um, the climate here is just so um, unique yeah. that you, you you just don't want to leave Southern California. Yeah. So, like what my pops did and my moms did, just so we grew in appreciation. My dad was like big on just, oh, you're gonna learn to appreciate the things that you have, even though we didn't have shit. So I'm like, you're gonna learn to love and have nothing. Hey, barely see the beach. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so like during the winter, he would send us to Detroit when we were like, oh man, I would tell you a story. So when we were maybe eight or nine, me and my sister. My dad took us to uh, Detroit for the first time. This dude took us on the Greyhound, bro. On the <laughs> Greyhound. I will never forget it. We went from here to Needles, California. And, and have you guys ever ridden a, a Greyhound bus? No. Super, I, I, super luxury. Oh, man. <laughs> sprint, I heard it's sprint, sprint is like, uh, man, just like first class in, in a sense of if we're talking, you know, travel experience. You, you luxury, I've seen the you bus. Luxury when Not you Sprint, move up, uh, Spirit. When you, spirit. You, you luxury when you go from Greyhound to Spirit. Like, oh, that, that's man. real luxury. Okay, exactly. okay. Then, then, okay. There's Spirit. And then, yeah, there's Greyhound. Okay. Yeah. So we went to Needles, California. I think the bus broke down in Needles, California. It was like 90. Five degrees. We're just sitting out there, nothing to fucking do. Then we go from Needles, California, straight shot to Oklahoma City. I oh man. So there was like there was like this little hole in the <laughs> hole in the wall, shitty down. little restaurant there. And he's like, "This is all we have." I said, "Oh my god." We walked in, and it was just like how you could picture, just like some old white dude just sitting there, and it's like this nasty ass array of food just been sitting out for like 10 days or it flies everywhere oh, and we were man. like fuck man this is all we got to eat and he's like die. yeah we got you know some cabbage we got this I'm like, oh, <laughs> we got some cabbage. Oh, fuck. and then uh, we walked my dad was like hell no we're not eating this so <laughs> we walked out and the guy's like hey you know maybe like uh i don't know a couple blocks down there's a circle k and you're like, oh, man. So we went to Circle K. We got all the fucking beef jerky and uh, those little uh, SpaghettiOs and warmed that shit up. And that's what we had from Oklahoma City to Detroit. And when we got to Detroit, my dad, he's the only uh, 
male out of all his siblings. He has uh, five brothers or five sisters. So as soon as he got there, I remember we got off and my aunts, they just went off. How the hell can you take those kids on a damn Greyhound ride for five days? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Needless to say, that was the last time we ever jumped on a Greyhound, bro. That, that, that meme, Dave Chappelle's funny. Is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, how did you guys get back? You flew we, back? we flew back. Oh, like, okay. my, my, aunts, okay. my aunts were making, like, no, you're flying back. You're not damn. putting them on that. Oh, it was his birthday. I remember. It was his birthday. It was his birthday when we got to when we got when we got to Oklahoma City. That shit broke down. We will never forget that fucking birthday, bro. It was a good birthday. Oh, it was good. There was guys in the back fucking shooting dice and all kinds of shit, man. It, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like I, I, I saw some shit on that ride. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. boys on the bus. Bathroom, <laughs> bathroom was broken. Like, did he do that for you guys to experience? No, the no, no. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Appreciate yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You're gonna learn this shit today. You're gonna learn today. No, 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 no. So, so what I was saying about growing and, and appreciating things, he would send us to Detroit during the winter mm. to grow an appreciation for the weather we had out here. Okay. And my mom, would, during the summer, me, I remember me and all of my cousins just being packed in one of my uncle's trucks and just going down to TJ. And just spending weeks on weeks down there, and you know I mean, they don't have any running. I mean, it, plumbing. It, you survived all this. He didn't want to get rid of you, or we, <laughs> no, we wasn't trying to. Maybe. maybe. He was like, hey, yeah, we, just, like, we left mother- him in Oklahoma. I don't remember. I seen him. Spaghettios didn't kill him. <laughs> Damn it, badass kid, <laughs> baby kid. <laughs> I sent him to the snow. He, said, he survived. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, he he would really really do that. So he's like, you guys gonna learn to appreciate the thing. I know you don't think you have a lot, but you'll learn to appreciate the little shit that you do have because it's worse. When we got to Detroit, man, all you see is all these brick buildings. Uh, dilapidated uh, houses and just houses on houses. The downtown was just like it went through a war zone. Everything shut down. You're like, what the fuck? So you're like, <laughs> man, like I thought I had it bad in San Diego. It's like different parts of the U.S. that are fucking worse. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then going to TJ, it's like my grandparents' home. Like they, you'd have they have like basically uh, what you would call like a, a man-made uh, porta potty. Like mm. there's no bathrooms there. You had to go out to the back. I don't care what time. If you had, God forbid, you had to take a dump like in the, in the middle of the night. Like was hey, it like an outhouse? It's an outhouse. Okay. An outhouse, bro. No light in there. You know, just go out oh, there wow. and just handle your business and go there. <laughs> and I remember waking up and hearing all the Didn't roosters and everything. Phone, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But those were like the best times though. <laughs> Me and my cousins would go up on the hills and just like find little shit to throw. I would play a little target practice. They played baseball, play football. So we'll just try to see who has the best aim. Or just yeah. walking around the neighborhood, getting lost and getting yelled at when we got back all late. See, those were the days. And that's in TJ, yeah. bro. That's yeah. in TJ. We're yeah. like nine, ten years old. No, no phone. Understanding where anything is, we just made do because we had each other. Exactly, and that's how that's how I grew up too. And it was I miss those days, man. You don't see any kids doing that, man. Like, well, actually, my nephew, he just he got a bike, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna teach this kid how to ride Jonah without uh, training wheels. I was like, hey, I'm gonna learn today. Told my sister, hey, I'm gonna let him uh I'm gonna take the wheels off, let him learn. And his his boys, he has a little biker gang. It's like this thing, this like gave me a nostalgic feel, like, man. Yeah. And his boys are like, Come on, Johnny, you could do it. And I was like, I took off his training wheels. And they're like, just pedal, man, pedal, keep straight. And he, he learned in like five minutes. His friends were mad hype and they started building ramps, started riding together. I was like, yo, that's dope because he's not like glued to his iPad. He's actually biking. Like that's he wants dope. to go outside and bike. And I'm like, that's dope as hell, man. That's what it reminded me of. The good old days See, like and that. You can you can mix hobbies like you, you get like a GoPro, put it on the bike and stuff now, like that. The technology you, I mean, now, now, now they, they're, they're like they can do video editing exactly. at like at 10 years 10 old. Years and they exactly. already pretty much they already have a job by the time they're 18 years old. It's, it's if That's you give, they have the tools now to learn where we didn't get that. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, we, we at, by the time we were 18 years old, I mean, you had to start learning at that point. Yep. They can grow up with yeah. it and they they already have something to do. Yeah. Like. If they're taught that it's a tool and they yeah, can use it Yeah, I mean, it where, we, where we jump fences, they, yeah. they can do video editing. Yeah. My, my daughter was like, remember I told you, like, my daughter was doing video editing with the TikTok. And I was like, at first I was pissed. And then I, I sat there and I watched it with That's my wife. And I was like, right mm-hmm. damn, she did that pretty good. Like, I, and the next day I was like, wait, how did you do that? <laughs> you're trying to be, Show me. You're trying to be stern, but like. Show me how you did time. that. It's a one-two Show step, right? <laughs> <laughs> right foot up, left foot slide. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you, uh, Dougie? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. man, that's 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 dope though. That's, I, I mean, those like are the said, days, cool. man. I I miss those days, man. Yeah, back in the days. That's like you wish you could not, at least spend one day doing that shit again. Yeah, with the same people. Oh yeah, most definitely. 
Most yeah. definitely. I mean, most of us would be like, all right, let's drink while we're doing this. We just throw that. I mean, when you add something to it. Did you guys ever go through the, like, the skateboarding phase? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like with Tony Hawk Pro really. Skater type? Yeah. I yeah, sucked at I, I was terrible I at skateboarding. I ain't getting no I'm not gonna lie. I went all out. Like I, I, I was like, man, I'm about to be in the X Games. <laughs> skater of the year. All I gotta learn is how to do this kickflip. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was nothing. Because the kids, I remember we moved. Yeah, we moved, we moved to a neighborhood, and that's all they were doing. Everybody was skating. It didn't matter if they were black, brown, whatever. Yeah. Everybody was skating. So. It was like, all right, fuck it. That's just a thing to do. Man, I went out and I, I bought this Get fucking, this, the best fucking skateboard possible, skating in fucking Nikes and all kinds of dumb shit. So I remember uh, my dad caught wind of it. And he kind of like encouraged it at first. Like, that's what you want to do, son? Go ahead, do yeah. it. You know, he bought me the Tony Hawk uh, uh, game and I was like all about it. And then uh, I remember basketball tryouts were coming. And we were out trying to learn how to do what it's called. I think it was a, a disco flip or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to learn how to do this. So we were up. We were up. And fucking, uh, man, I fucking. Twist your ankle. No, I busted my ass, bro, on the, <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the corner of a stair. And I had Ooh. like a lump. And so the next day, I was like, man, I don't think I'm going to be able to try out that. He's like, you got to get your ass out there. Like, that. You, like, I already bought you this, that, and the third. Now you're going out and trying out. And yeah. That was the end of my skating career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, damn, that was good, man. That was a good episode. That's all we got time for today. Hopefully, you guys stay tuned for the next one. Good to have you, Dom, for the first episode. Yep, yep. And Danny, always a pleasure to have you. And Didi. Yes, sir. Hope you guys stay tuned for the next episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Take care. God bless, guys. Yeah. <laughs>